Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Dayton Tolbert Show, the original urban podcast. I am your host, Dayton Tolbert. Guys, this is season 18, episode two. I'm happy to be back tonight. This is a Monday. I don't know when you guys are going to hear it, but I am recording this on Ask Dayton Advice Mondays. Who remembers that? Who remembers Advice Mondays, Barbershop Talk uh, Tuesdays, Beauty Shop Talk Wednesdays, Celebrity Thursdays, and Keeping It Real Fridays, man. Yo, we used to, and then Saturday Night Live. And then me and Osho, my man Osho used to do Between Brothers on Sunday night. So we, we you know, we, there's a lot of history with the Data on Tolbert show, man. But I'm, I'm excited to be back in this new season. Took a little time off. Uh, came back live last week. And, um, you know, I had a good time, man. So let's get into it tonight, man. Real quick, tonight's show is brought to you by TRC Worldwide LLC, home of TRC Life Coaching. Schedule a free consultation at trclifecoaching.com. All right, guys, so I want to talk today, today's show, guys, I want to talk about the definition of a great wife, okay? I want to talk about a great wife because one of the things that I've found is, you know, just looking around it in society and, you know, social media Instagram, things like that. I'm seeing a lot of, you know, and I've seen this for many years, but even more so now where we're seeing more women, um, specifically African-American women, doing really well financially, um, doing, you know, great in their careers. I'm talking about 401Ks, houses, new cars, Chanel bags, Louis, Gucci, you know, all that stuff. The, The narrative is that, you know, these women are out here and they are wife material, but the men are, you know, you can insert whatever excuse you want in there. The men are gay, the men are in- intimidated, the men are just not around, they're married, and, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's everything but, you know, a lot of times taking a look in the mirror at what, they have going on in their lives or what they're not bringing to the table. And so this is not a show that I want to, you know, uh, you know, point the finger or play the blame game. It's not about that. It's really to dispel some of the myths that exist in society about what we as African-American men look for in a wife. That's it. You know what I mean? What, like, if, if I'm a single man seeking a wife, what are the actual qualities I am seeking in a woman that I'm going to put a ring on, ask her to have my, you know, for their hand in marriage, you know, all that stuff. That's what we want to, we need to be talking about. It's not about, you know, any of this bashing or any of that other stuff that you might see. This is not for likes. This is not for controversy. This is not to go viral. This is really just to give you guys the knowledge that, unfortunately, nobody else wants to talk about. So I want to talk about that. But if you missed last week's show, if you missed the conversation on I'm tired of being his sneaky link and ready to be a wife, you can really, you know, this is kind of going to serve as, you know, a part two, a continuation, if you will, of that show. You know, last week was more so a focus on, you know, how men view their side chicks, why we target women to be side chicks, 
you know, what, what is the reason for a lot of women getting into these sneaky link situations and how to go from that to, to being a wife. But now we have to talk about the actual definition of a great wife. You know what I mean? A lot of women, there are, are, many women are wives. They've become wives, you know, somehow, you know, but getting a ring is not the goal. You guys understand that. Ladies, getting a ring from a man should not be the goal. Just like men giving a ring to any woman is not the goal. The goal should be to be a great wife and to be found by a great man. And that's our goal, women. We want a great wife. You know how many men are miserable in their marriages? You know how many men are are literally cheating? And that's probably going to be the next show, Why Men Cheat. That's probably going to be next week's show, The Real Reasons Why Men Cheat, the 2023 edition. Because I've talked about that many times. I've given you guys the definitions. But, you know, time flies, and we got to do updated versions of this. Tonight is not the first time I've talked about the definition of being a great wife. You guys can Google, you know, great wife on the Data on Tober show, and you'll, you'll find many shows that will come up. But tonight, I want to give you all the updated version. I want to give you all some new information. You know what I mean? But definitely, if you missed last week, guys, and, or, or any show, go to datontolbertshow.com, where all shows are archived. You can go to trclifecoaching.com as well. There's a link there. You can go to iHeartRadio. You can go to iTunes. Wherever podcasts are found, you just type in my name, Dadon Tolbert, and uh, you can catch up on any, any shows you may have missed. So let's jump into it. What, so what are some, let's talk about this. What are some common misconceptions that men, uh, excuse me, about what men really want? What are the main misconceptions that, that, that if you ask me, what are the main misconceptions that exist from women about men and what we see? I would say that to be a wife, you've got to, like if you ask a woman right now, I'll say, hey, you know, you want to be a wife, right? So, yeah, what do, you, what do you think you need to be? What, do you, what qualities do you think you need to have? What are some things you think you need to be able to do? I can guarantee you the number one things, things they're going to say are cook, clean, um, be, and be good in bed. Cook, clean, and be good in bed. That's really what women think. Most women believe that. They think those are the qualities that, that, that – are most valuable to to being a wife. Let, let me let me explain something to y'all, ladies. Cooking is not a necessity. Cooking, being able to you know fry some chicken, cook a steak, that's great and all. That's wonderful. Congratulations. That will please your man. But when we're sitting at home praying for a wife, you you think that's like the number one thing on our mind? No, it's not. Listen. I got a I got some some Dominicans that come in to clean my house once a month. You know, it's not that deep. You know, it's not that serious. I'd rather you spend that time, you know, doing other things. I don't need you deep cleaning the 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 the, the, the uh what do you call it, the baseboards, you know, underneath the refrigerator. Let the, let the let the, the other people do that. That's not that serious to me. You know, you think that cooking and cleaning is not, you know, is the biggest thing. 
It's not. And, that, and now we're seeing women who are so career-driven that they don't even have the time to do that anyway. They don't even have the time to do that stuff. We don't care about that. But the careers, let's talk about these careers. And you guys are doing a great thing, ladies. I'm talking specifically to African-American women right now. You guys are doing a great job. I mean, I've, at this stage, I've never seen this many women doing well financially. I mean, y'all are doing amazing. I'm talking about making $100,000 a year, you know, or more, you know, brand-new BMWs, Range Rovers, you know, nice houses, good credit, all that stuff. That's wonderful. But that, those are not things that we as men are impressed by. You, you know that, right? That doesn't impress us. The man that, I'm going to tell you something, the man you want to marry Trust me, he's going to be successful in his own right. He's going to be driven. He's going to do certain things that he doesn't need you for. We're not looking for a sugar mama. Your sal- so your salary does not do anything for us. It's icing on the cake. It's not a, it's not a, uh, you know, an it's not a bonus, or it is a bonus, but it's not a necessity, okay? You know, whereas a lot of women are, are presenting themselves in a way where they think that because they have these things that they are somehow above other women who don't have those things, or they, it allows them to be able to somehow dictate the dating terms, you know what I mean? Like, oh, well, I, I do X, Y, and Z, so I'm a great woman, so you've got to chase me. You've got to, listen, ladies, the days of men chasing you are done. i got to be honest about it. Let me just, let's just start it off there. Those days are over with. No one is chasing you, ladies. It doesn't make sense. So let's start there. We're talking about the definition of a great wife, but the, to be a great wife, you have to be humble. You have to be humble. You have to understand, hey, I'm, I may have great things going on, but so does the next woman, okay? You know, so does every other woman out here that we're even considering dealing with. So presenting, putting yourself on a, on a pedestal is not the quality that we're seeking in a wife. You guys understand that? So just, just be humble, you know, have a great personality. Let's talk about the three things that we actually want, Okay. A great personality. You guys, you know, shout out to the OG listeners, you know, y- y'all who've been around for many years. Y'all have been hearing this, but let's just reiterate for the newer listeners. The three top things we seek in the wife are, are a great personality, okay, a high level of respectability, and 100% emotional availability. And so what I, what one of, a good friend, she asked me to do this. She said, well, okay, you always talk about those three things, Data, but what I need you to do is break those three things down so that single women listening can incorporate those qualities and characteristics into their everyday life. I said, say less. I got you. You know what I mean? So that, that's what this is for. That's what I want to do tonight. A great personality a high level of respectability, and 100% emotional availability. Let's start with the great personality. I got to tell you all this first. 
I gotta tell y'all this. We talk the next, like I told y'all, the next show will probably be why men cheat. But you guys just need to understand that a man will cheat on a stuck up successful woman with a hundred thousand dollars in her savings account, brand new BMW, with a woman that works at McDonald's. Okay? We talked about sneaky links last night or last week. Listen, he'll have a sticky link. You can be as successful as you want to be. But if your personality is not right, he's going to be cheating on you. Or, or he won't even deal with you at all. But I'm just going to be realistic. I'm just going to be honest with you. Just because you have a stuck-up personality does not mean that he will leave you. It doesn't mean. But women say, well, well hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, you know, he should do Why can't he just leave? A real man would just be honest. If he doesn't want to be with her, why doesn't he just leave? I mean, I would think that would make sense. You know what I mean? I would think that would be the smart thing to do. But everybody doesn't behave that way. Everyone doesn't think that way. He might just want to be out. I mean, he might want his cake and eat it too. He might not want to be out. So you have to take it upon yourself to have the best possible personality to the point where he doesn't even want to go out and get a sneaky link, a side chick, a jump off. You know what I mean? He doesn't want to do those things. Because why? Because you have a cool, humble, down-to-earth, you know, not stuck-up personality. You don't have, what do you say there? You're, you're, that's, your, that's just your, say, I'm not mean. That's just my resting bitch face. Well, we don't want you to have a, a resting bitch face. Don't be a bitch. Don't look like a bitch. Don't act like a bitch. If a man meets you, why should he think that you're a bitch? How about be friendly? How about smile? How about whatever's going on in your life that makes you not want to smile? You got to deal with that. And that's not to say that you can't have a bad day. But over, but every day, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Every day is a bad day. You know what I'm saying? That's not what we want. If every day is a bad day, you need to do some some uh, introspection. You know what I mean? Maybe therapy, maybe maybe counseling, life coaching, a massage. I don't know what you, you know what I mean, something. But you can't expect a man to want to come home to a negative, miserable person every day. It's just it's just not reality. It's not it's not realistic. You wouldn't want that, so why do you think he would? Especially when the woman at the gym where he just came from has a great personality. When the woman, the coworker at the water cooler has a great personality. You know? His 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 business partner you know, whoever, you know, has a great personality, but he's got to come to him, home to his wife, his girlfriend, or whoever, who has an attitude. She's still mad from, from two days ago. Who wants to deal with that? You know what I'm saying? Nobody. You got to understand that. So so that's the first thing. And, there, and again, I'm, there's so many different things. I'm going to go through them. Y'all got time. Listen, man, this is, let me tell y'all something, man. This is how it started. Y'all, y'all realize the Data on Tolbert show was live every night at 9 o'clock, right? This is, I believe, this is the first time in almost maybe even close to 10 years, well, I shouldn't say to maybe, I don't know, six or seven years maybe, that I went back to 9 o'clock. 
this this took me back, man. I used to get butterflies when I, you know, at 855 would come up, man. Man, I got to get ready for the show. But now it's just like I can't wait. You know what I'm saying? But I haven't done a show, a live show at 9 o'clock in forever. But so you, you, you guys understand where I'm going with this? A lot of you have a guard up. You have a guard up and you are emo- like you're emotionally guarded. You have an emotional wall. Now, granted, that's, you know, that may not be your fault. Whether it was abuse, whether it's a death of a loved one, whether it's getting cheated on, you know, you're heartbroken, whatever the case is, you're guarded. You know, you're you're guarded and so you've been hurt before. But if that's the case, one of the things I just always say is a closed heart doesn't get loved. It, it, how can it? If a man, this is not a, a Tyler Perry movie where the woman has this attitude, she has all these issues, and the guy fights through. What is it? Shamar Moore and Diary of a Mad Black Woman. He fights and fights and fights and fights and finally gets her wall down to the point where she's able to let him in and they live happily ever after. That's not reality, ladies. That is that's a Tyler Perry movie. I believe Tyler. Oh, let me listen. Tyler Perry. I say it like I don't want to get sued. I don't. I don't want to end up like Tasha K. You know what I'm saying? So I had. To, I got to be careful nowadays. You know, back in the day, I could say what I want, but things are a little different now. I'll just say this. You know, Tyler Perry. You know, his depiction of men is not the most realistic. It's not the most authentic you know, depiction of a heterosexual black man dating and seeking a wife. We don't really see that from a Tyler Perry movie. You know, it's not, an ac- it's not accurate. We don't chase. We're not going to try to, you know, bang down your wall to get to your heart. If we see the wall, we either keep it moving or, or we just, you know, there's no wall around that ass. There's a wall around the heart. But the ass is usually easy to get to. You know, we wonder why men target women for sex and not make them a wife. Well, a lot of that is because of the emotional wall that exists. Think about it. I mean, it makes sense. If if I could just have sex with you without having to go through all the drama of, you know, getting past the wall and the barriers and all this other stuff, what what would be the, the, the easiest course? Just the sex, right? So that's what we do. So what I'm saying to you is you got to get the wall down. See, a lot of women think, well, once he proves himself, then I'll bring the wall down. But by then it's too late. You've already been put into the jump-off category. He's already made you a sneaky leg. You see how that works? You, the, the, the guard and the wall has to already be down at the time that he meets you. If you're having Thanksgiving dinner at your house, do you wait until the doorbell rings to start cleaning your house? No. You don't wait. You got you to gotta have everything clean well before you, you hear that first doorbell ring. You don't wait until you, the first guest arrives, just like you don't wait to cut off that guy that comes over to blow your back out every Friday night. You don't wait until you meet your new guy for that to happen, do you? Well, some of y'all do. That's the problem. He said, wow, I'm going to cut him off. I'm a cut off. I'm, you know, I'm single, so why, why should I cut off my my boo? 
you know, before I meet, if I haven't met anybody, what's the point in cutting him off? The sex is good? Well, you know, good question. The answer to that is because, listen, listen, listen. If you, let me ask you a question, and I use this in my private sessions. Check out trclifecoaching.com. If you, watch this, watch this analogy. If you have, you're having a guest over, right? And you, 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 you forget to take out your trash. And you're like, oh, shoot, something smells. I forgot to take out the trash. And then you go and take it out the back door real quick. But the doorbell rings. You're like, shoot, let me go get the door. So you open the door. Guess what? Your house still smells like garbage. Why does my house smell like garbage? I, already, I took out the trash. Yeah, but the stench is still there. I, I sprayed the Febreze. I sprayed the Febreze. This stuff's supposed, this supposed to work. But this, it's still there. The remnants of the, of the garbage are is still there. If you catch the analogy, ladies, you can, you can cut the guy off the day, uh, the day you go out with your future husband if you want to, but that future husband will still smell those nasty remnants of that sneaky lick. Mm-mm-mm. Y'all better y'all better cut them off sooner. You better take out the trash sooner. Don't wait. A great woman, a great wife does not wait to get her house in order to be found by her king. That how that woman has been single, waiting and prepared and ready for her future king. No friends with benefits, no sneaky links. No, she's not a Friday night freak. She's a wife. A wife in waiting. All right? So let's talk. Let me ask you a question. I'm not going to do it today. But if you Google, look up my old show. Maybe I'll post a link. But I did a whole show literally dissecting Proverbs 31. In your own time, your homework assignment for today, ladies, go familiarize yourself with Proverbs 31. Just that because... If you don't know, if you're unfamiliar, that is the definition of a great wife. Everything in that in that uh, that that verse or those verses is the definition of a great wife. Just read that and be that, then you will be a great wife. That's it. So what else? A lot of women. You ever met? You ever? If you're a man, you ever met a woman? And the fellas, listen in. Shout out to the fellas that tune into the Data on Tolbert show. I appreciate y'all, man. You know, but fellas, you know, a lot of women, they hide their wall or they, I'll say, they use sarcasm as a defense mechanism, you know, to guard themselves from hurt and pain. Sarcasm, attitude, and that is not, we don't, we don't like that. Okay, sarcasm is fine once in a blue moon, but if you if that's just you and your personality, you're just naturally sarcastic. We know what that really is, ladies. Okay, so don't do that because nobody wants that as a that type of woman as a wife. Who wants to be have someone who's sarcastic every day? We know it's just a a a a, a defense mechanism. So lose the sarcasm, lose the attitude. Just be cool. Just be friendly. It's okay. It's okay to be friendly, ladies. All right? Let's talk about 
non-selfishness. I remember one time back in the day we did a barbershop talk Tuesday, and we went around the room, and we asked all the men, and we said, what's the number one biggest pet peeve or um, issue you have with the women in the dating pool today? And the number one thing was selfishness. That was it. That was, it was selfishness. That was the number one biggest, you know, issue that men saw. And we all agreed on it. And it's like, wow. So I'll ask you, ladies, if, if a man was thinking about dating you, would, you, would he feel like you're selfish? I bet 100% of women listening right now are saying no. Okay, fine. You don't believe so. Fine. But and we talked last week about paying for the first date. How many women would offer to pay for the first date? I can almost say probably 99.9% of women would say no. Hell no. Okay. But you're not selfish, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You would, not, you would not offer to pay for a date. Now, I'm not talking about going Dutch. I'm not talking about I'm talking about offering to pay for your meal and offering to pay for his meal. You would not do that on the first date. You wouldn't even I'm not saying you have to do it. I'm saying would you offer? You're saying no, I would not. But yet you're saying no, I'm not selfish. Well, you say you're generous? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're generous but you wouldn't offer to pay. And that's so and I don't want to get into a whole big thing about offering the paper because we talked about that last week. I talk about that all the time. Hopefully you guys understand it by now. It's not about what you should or shouldn't do. It's about how you want to be viewed. Don't sit here and try to tell me you're not selfish, but I'm not paying for this. You know what I'm saying? That does, that's not how that works. You can't sit here and say what you won't do for a man, but then turn around and say, I'm not selfish or I am generous. How are you generous when you just got finished saying you have a serious problem offering to spend money? And I'm not saying you have to spend money, but don't sit here and try to tell me you're the most generous woman, the most non-selfish woman he's ever met. You can't have it both ways. So which is it? You see what I'm saying? You got to lose what everybody is, what society has taught you. Most people in society are single and miserable. If you listen to me, I, I, I mean, you will be fine. Anyone who's ever listened to me, anyone who's ever done one-on-one coaching with me, anyone who listens to this show religiously usually is in a very good position emotionally. I mean, who, who do you know that's familiar with me and has listened to me for, for many years that's not married, that's not doing well, does not have a good, you know what I'm saying? Typically, when you, when you incorporate with the things that I'm saying to you, you do well in life. I have thousands of testimonies, thousands, literally thousands. I went through many of them recently. Thousands of testimonies. Many of them are married, engaged, happily changed their life. So all I'm saying to you is lose the attitude, lose the selfishness, lose the guard, lose the wall, and just be cool. Do things that you thought you would never do. Do things that your girlfriends won't do. Don't get around your selfish girlfriends and, and, and you know, laugh and kiki, you know, with them. That's not what we want. 
We want the opposite of that. If your girlfriends want to laugh and joke, okay, say, all right, y'all, y'all, ha, ha, that's fine for y'all, but y'all, y'all can be single. I'm going I'm to go ahead and do what Daydon told me to do, and let's see how that works out. So let's talk about are you cool? What do I mean by that? What does that even mean? Because, you know, we, we say, okay, I want a cool chick. Many women say, well, they believe they're a cool chick. But are you really a cool chick? Let me ask you this. Are you flexible and adaptable to any situation? You know what I mean? Like, are you the type of woman that says, well, I don't, I, if we go out to dinner, it has to be fine dining. It's got to be fine dining or, or, or nothing. I don't do chilies. I don't do Fridays. I don't do Applebee's. Why not? Why, you, you go there with your girlfriends. I mean, am I right? You go there with your girlfriends, though, right? But you can't go there on a date? You see, what you see? that's not being cool. That's being a stuck-up-ass chick. I'm just being honest with you. I'm not going to sugarcoat it with y'all. That's not your if – if you have that mentality, you're not cool. You're not who we as men would be like, oh, damn, yo, she's cool as hell, man. Damn, that's wifey right there, boy. That's how we talk. Damn, she coolish. If if a man, I'm just gonna tell you straight up. If a man doesn't say that to you or to his friends about you, you're not gonna be his wife. We only marry the cool chicks. We don't marry that stuck up ass chick. We don't marry the woman who gives us a hard time. We don't do that. So we will we'll have sex with them, but we will not marry a woman who's not cool. If you're not cool as hell, if you're not like the coolest woman we've ever met in our life, you're not getting a ring. Okay, like that's just facts. I don't care what anybody tries to tell you. You're not getting a ring unless you're cool. You are not cool if you have all these ridiculous restrictions on what you will and what you won't do. Like, come on, stop it. If, you, if you're not willing to get that, that big old bag and smuggle the, 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 the chicken teriyaki from the food court into the movie theater, you're probably not going to get the ring. I'm just keeping it a buck. If you're not cool, you know, to get some Wendy's drive through and take it back to the crib and watch a movie, and I'm not saying on the first date. I'm not saying, have to, you know, that's the first date. But I'm just saying if, if, you know, you're not cool in that way, you're probably not the type of woman that we're going to settle down with. Are you flexible and adaptable to any situation? We talked last week about ordering the most expensive item on the menu. That's not really what we, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? It's not about what you should or who's right or wrong. It's not about that. Just be cool. Be flex. Don't try to break our pockets. Yeah, he took you there. Fine. If he, if he took me there, then he should be prepared. If, you, if you're one of those women on Facebook or social media saying that, you're not cool. I'm just being honest. You can debate all you want. I don't care. I've been married for 15 years. It doesn't matter to me. But if you're the type of woman that's saying that type of stuff, you're probably single and will remain single. No one is marrying a woman who, well, he should have been prepared to pay. He asked me out. So if he asked me out to the restaurant, he should have been prepared and been man enough to pay for whatever the bill came to. Okay. You know what I'm saying? All right. If that's how you feel, then 
You you got it. You you continue to feel that way, you know, up into your fifties, because ain't nobody giving you a ring. I'm just that's just not how it works, you know. Let me ask you this: I had an experience with a young woman back in the day who shall remain nameless, but she only thought about herself. She was not. I did not marry this woman. She when she talked, it was it was really weird actually. It was like when we would have conversations about the future, they were conversations about her future. And I'm like, it was interesting because we were in a relationship. And I'm just like, wow, like, we're in a relationship, but you're not, and this wasn't just a regular, this was like a serious relationship. She's only thinking about herself and talking about plans for the future from a singular perspective. And I'll just like, well, well, what about us? So that's not what we want, ladies. We don't you to only be thinking about you when you're in a relationship. It should be about us. That's what I mean by when I say selfish. And when you're with that man, single ladies, when you're with that man, show him. Don't just let it be understood, but show him you're actively thinking about him, and you're actively making plans for the future. That doesn't make you weak. It doesn't mean you're being extra. It just means you're letting him know what you want. You understand? No man wants to feel like they're chasing someone. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't, it's not, that's not what we want. Let him know that you're thinking about him. Let him know that you're thinking about us. You understand how that works? One of the things I found, this is a a different situation with another woman, but tell me what y'all think about this. Tell me if you think this is a true statement. Many women, when dating, only care about a man as long as that man is beneficial to them. Mm, let Let me repeat that for you. Care about us, but only in the sense of, like, only within the context of when y'all are getting along. Only when y'all are on good terms do you really care about how his day was. You know what I'm saying? Only when he's showing you love do you care about his well-being. See, Veronique from Snowfall really didn't give a damn about Franklin. She didn't. You know what I'm saying? She she didn't. She cared about Franklin as long as they were good. Franklin ended up a crackhead, an alcoholic, a junkie, a bum, because she stole from him. She didn't give a damn about how he turned out. Yeah, he had issues. Yeah, he put his hands on her, and that was wrong. He should not have done that, but she didn't really care about it even before that. She didn't really care about him. She cared about him as long as those properties were good. 
as long as they were able to, the investments were straight. Everything was cool when, but when it became not cool, she became uncool. You understand? She became a real bitch when he lost that money. She questioned everything. She went behind his back, and then she stole from him, and she stole his child from him. This chick disappeared with his child and then had the audacity to call him. She, he said she called him to say, oh, hey, I got, your, I got your son. He's good. Don't worry about it. And I got your money, what's left of it. That was his money. My thing is, is women are saying, well, well he, he could, she, you know, she had every right to leave. He shouldn't have put his hands on her, so she left. Okay, that's fine. But who said she had to leave with his money? Where was her money? And you had to take all the money? Like, dang, I mean, even the courts wouldn't have did Franklin like that. I mean, even when we're talking about child support, the child support still leaves them some money. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it doesn't leave them broke. You know what I'm saying? People say, well, she, she, that was her money too. Well, oh, okay, all of it? You know what I'm saying? It was all her money? Damn, all right. That's what I'm saying, ladies. She did not care about him because when you love somebody, listen, when you really love somebody, you don't, like, even when you're not getting along, even when you're not happy with that person, you might not even want to be with that person. You still don't wish bad on that person. You don't want to see that person out on the street. That's not a great wife. That's not a great woman. That's not a great person. You're not a good person if you steal someone's entire life savings and leave them to the point where you know he has nothing. You see what I'm saying? Like, she knew he, like, it's not like she didn't know. She knew he was broke. She knew that was the final, you know what I mean, like, the, the last of it. And she took that money and left with his child, not caring about how a child needs a, a father in his life. You know, because at that point, I mean, you know, we can talk about snowfall all night, but I, I just want you all to get the point. She was not a good woman. And I, I've been seeing so many posts on social media, you know, making excuses for Veronique. She was not a good woman. Don't believe nothing that you think you heard or you know if you think she was a good woman. If you think, oh, yeah, that was, that's, you know, she, yeah, I stand with her. You can stand with her all you want. You're going to be standing single. Because if that's the type of woman you are or the type of wife you think you should be, or that's how you think you have your man's back, mm. That's not what we want. So you need to change your views. You want to be like Wanda. You know what I'm saying? I'm not not talking about crackhead Wanda. You know what I'm saying? Not not that Wanda. You know what I'm saying? Not, you know, I'm talking about Wanda once she went to Africa. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Be that Wanda. And even she had her issues, but she was, you know, you guys get my point, man. She had Leon's back, you know what I mean? <clears throat> so, and I'm still on personality because we haven't even gotten to respect it, but this might need to be a two-part show, man, or a three-part show because this is really, like I told you, a continuation 
of last week. But so you've got to support us. And I'm not talking about or no, like, you know, support us financially or, you know, take care of us. We're not, we're grown men. I'm not talking about that. We're not looking for a mother. We have a mother. I'm talking about support our goals, support our dreams and our aspirations. If I have a business plan, support it. I don't care if you don't agree with it, support it. Now, I'm not saying follow blindly, give you know, give your feedback, give your opinion. Supportive. Don't be non-supportive. Don't be negative. Don't be a downer. Don't be Debbie Downer. You know what I'm saying? Be, be supportive. Encourage. That's the definition of a great wife, being supportive. And can I use this word? Is it okay if I use the S word, guys? Is it okay? Can I use the S word? You know what I mean? Submissive. Be submissive, ladies. Be submissive. It's okay. It's okay. Say it with me. Submissive. That is not a bad thing. It's not taboo. It's not a cuss word. It's okay. It's okay to submit to your husband. Okay? I'll even take it a step further. It's okay to submit to your man. What do you mean? Hold on. Ho, ho, ho. You say, oh, I was feeling you. I was following you up until that point, Dadon. But the Bible says you're supposed, wives are supposed to submit to their husband, not just their boyfriend, not their fiance, not. None of that. Husband, Jada. <laughs> okay. I know what the Bible says, but this is what I say. Let me ask you a question. How do y'all get to get to the point of being a wife to submit to your husband? Have you ever heard women be like, well, I mean, I ain't got no ring on my finger, so I'm single. I'm single. I ain't got, you know, I don't respect relationships. I respect a ring. Okay. Well, how do you think you get to that point? What qualities do you think you need to have to make a man want to get down on one knee? You, if you're not, listen, if you're not a submissive girlfriend, you're not going to be a submissive wife. You know what I mean? I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. The submission process doesn't start once you get married. That's not when it starts. It starts when you're in a relationship. Okay, when you're in a relationship, that's when the submission process starts. That's when the vulnerability starts. That's what makes him go to Zales or Tiffany's or wherever the heck he went to get that, put that ring on layaway and make those payments and get down on one knee and propose to you. That process in his mind started long before he walked down the aisle. So you might think, oh, okay, the Bible says wives submit to their husbands, but guess what? You better start that process a little, you know, get a head start on it if you, if you want to be a wife. I'm just, you don't have to listen to me. 
You can, you know, do whatever you want to do, but trust me, you don't want to wait, and you definitely don't want to act, talk that single stuff if you're in a relationship. <laughs> there are literally women dating men right now in a relationship talking about they're single. That's craziness. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he's single too when he's out there smashing other chicks. You know what I mean? So, but yes, yeah, definitely support. Be supportive, be submissive, and be cool. You know what I mean? Just be cool. That's all. Let me ask you all this, because we're talking about the definition of a great wife. You can't have a great wife if you don't have an honest wife. Okay? If you are not honest, you're not going to be a wife. What does honesty mean, though? Are you honest? Are you trustworthy? Or are you a liar? Okay? I mean, let's just be keeping it, you know, like, you got you to gotta stop lying. Like, a lot of women are liars. You know? And I'm not just talking, I mean, some women are, are blatant liars. They lie. Like, they just blatant. Like, they lie about their sexual number. We're going to talk about that when we get to respectability. We're, we're going to talk about that body count. You know what I mean? We're going to talk about that. But outside of that, a lot of women lie for no reason. But outside of that, what about the lie of omission? Some of y'all have a lot of lies of omission. Well, what is a lie of omission, Daydon? Well, y'all, I mean, y'all know what it is, but I'll just, you know, I'll tell you. But you, we all know what it is because a lot of y'all have information that you know we would want to hear, but you keep it to yourself, right? You know that he want, he would like to know that. Like, for let me give you an example. What am I talking about? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Let me just give you an example, though. So that guy that you're, quote, unquote, cool with, that, quote, unquote, bestie, best friend, you know, okay, that's just your homie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, you neglected to tell him, tell your boyfriend, your fiance or whoever, that that homie of yours, he's like a, brother, and I'm using the air quotes with it, he's like a brother to me, well, you, you neglected to tell him that he happened to take your virginity, you know, 20 years ago. You just, you just forgot about that piece of it. You, you forgot to tell, I mean, it was like, well, did y'all ever date? He said, well, hmm, nah, we, I mean, no, nah, we, nah, we never dated. I mean, he ate me out back in the day, you know what I'm saying? He ate it, you know what I'm saying? I let him, one night he did, just, I just let him eat the box, you know what I'm saying? But I was like, hey, no, nah, we didn't date. That's what's called a lie of omission. Ladies, stop lying. Y'all got to stop lying to these men, ladies. If you want to be a wife, be honest, okay? Be honest. If you know he's more than just a friend or was more than just a friend at any point, you need to tell him that. You know what I'm saying? And that, that may be uncomfortable, but it's better than lying. You, I lie, let me tell you what a lot of women do. Many women lie because they think that we, they, it's like, 
They think they're avoiding a conflict. But ironically, the conflict comes from the lies. They got to stop the lying. Okay? A man should not have to drag information out of you. It should be forthcoming. Okay? Don't let him have to ask you a million and one questions for you to for him to get the knowledge that he the information he wants. So there's a lot of these things, but the last thing I want to talk about in regards to a woman having a great personality is can you get along with my family? Are you the type of woman, and this is a great segue into respectability, can you get along with my family? Can you get along with my mom? Can I bring you around my sister? Can I bring you to family dinner? And you have an, an able to, are you able to engage in intellectual conversations, fun conversations, play games, you know, um, you know or are you closed off? I used to have a, a young woman, uh, uh, an ex-girlfriend, and she just was like, she just didn't talk. She just didn't. She was very not. She was not rude, but she was not. I'll just say this: she was not liked by my family because she they didn't they never got a chance to know her because she was just very standoffish and very um, antisocial. And that was not, that's not what anyone wants for a wife. A husband wants to be able to bring his wife around the people he loves and, and she be liked. Well, you can say, well, I'm not marrying the family. I'm marrying him. Well, you ain't going to be marrying nobody if you, if, you, if you have an attitude. You're not friendly. Okay? So let's talk about Let's get into the like I said, that's a good segue into respectability. Not just respectability, but a high level of respectability. Because what are we talking about? We're talking about the definition of a great wife today. Okay? And we're making good time here. The definition of a great wife, but we're talking about the three top things that encompass a great wife. A great personality, a high level of respectability and 100% emotional availability. So let's talk about respectability and what that looks like. I wasn't live at this time. I, wasn't, I was on my sabbatical, if you will, my hiatus. You know, when, at the time when um, Sierra came out, what was it, the award show, looking dressed dress half naked, and this clown Russell Westbrook, I mean, uh, dang, Russell Wilson was 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 parading her around on his arm, breast out, ass out. Listen, listen, listen. Can I can I say tell y'all something? And it's really weird. It's really weird <clears throat> because women are. It's like they are in love with this Russell Wilson guy. And right there, he's like the best guy in the world. You know, he's a little corny, but you know, I I, would, I love him. Like that's why I want I want a man like Russell Wilson. I want the, I'm going to pray the Sierra prayer. I want to get my Russell Wilson. And I don't know Russell Wilson, okay? <laughs> but what I do know is, if you 
marry a woman that carries herself the way Sierra does, I have to question you as a man. I have to, I do. I just have to question you. I mean, there's no way around it. I mean, she's not a classy woman. She's not. I mean, I wouldn't marry Sierra. I mean, Sierra walks around with a, a Baphomet uh, shirt on, you know, think devil horns, uh, all types of stuff. I mean, this is this is not, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Black China, uh, who who recently said that she's going to remove, she had her Baphomet tattoo removed. Now, if you guys don't know who Baphomet is or what Baphomet is and what Baphomet represents, just do, I'm not going to get into it tonight, but just do some research because Satanism in the entertainment industry is, is rampant. And a lot of celebrities are into some very evil things, in case you guys haven't noticed. They, many of them worship Baphomet. Black China had a tattoo of Baphomet. You know, uh, Sierra, if you Google Sierra in the Baphomet outfit, she's wearing a, a shirt with Baphomet clearly on it. Um, you know, Beyonce has been associated with Baphomet, Jay-Z. I mean, you know, the list is endless. But my point is, if you are a true man of God, you do not marry a woman who represents Baphomet, you know what I'm saying, or in any way thinks that, thinks that that's okay or cool to do. You do not marry a woman who walks around who would ever even think about wearing that outfit. My wife would never even think about wearing that outfit, let alone actually coming outside dressed like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, listen. I can't even get my wife to wear that in the bedroom. So I'm sorry. I'm I'm sleeping on the couch tonight. I'm just joking with you. I apologize. I apologize. I'm I'm in trouble. I I shouldn't. I I stopped because I knew I shouldn't have said that, but I just I couldn't resist. I'm just playing. But you see, she would not even think about wearing that. I'm in trouble. I'm just I'm, I might go to midnight tonight because I ain't got nowhere to sleep tonight anyway. I'm not going. I'm sleeping downstairs, so it's all good. We might have a longer show than than previously planned. But you guys see where I'm going with this? Why would Sierra think that that's okay uh, for a wife to wear? This is a woman who's married to a quote-unquote man of God. So why would you want to represent your husband in that way? Look, at if you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google the picture. Google Sierra, you know, dressed half naked with Russell Wilson, and you'll see what I mean. That's an image that her kids will, 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 will see forever. Why? Well, the answer to that is, is very complicated, just with this whole celebrity stuff. That's a complicated answer. So we don't have time to get into the whys, the why tonight, but just know there's a, there's a number of reasons why she would do that. But the point is no true man of God or no true woman of God would be okay with that. You would be convicted in your spirit before you even thought about doing something like that. As a man, I would not be comfortable with my wife walking around like that. So that's not, that's a great example of lack of a high level of respectability. What about Megan Good? 
Back in the day, who remembers my special on Megan Good? Google Megan Good on the Dayton Tolbert show. And you'll see it, you'll hear the show I did on discussing Megan Good years ago. Back when she first got with uh, uh, Devon Franklin. You know what I mean? Who remembers that show? What was that, 10 years ago I did that? You guys got to understand, this is the longest-running urban podcast in the world. So there's nothing. We All this stuff that's happened over the last 10, 15 years, I've discussed. Yeah, I, I predicted they would break up. Go Listen to the show. There's no celebrity relationship that you've seen in the black community that's broken up that I haven't predicted. You know what I'm saying? I, back when they first got together, I said, okay, that's not going to last. Why? Because, look, I mean, look look at them. You have on one hand so, someone who's supposedly a man of God, and then you have a woman who's clearly living for the world. And don't get me wrong, I'm sure he's still living in the world as well because you don't, you're not a, man, a true man of God okay with your wife walking out with her, with, her, with her breasts out. You know what I'm saying? You're just not. I mean, we can act like, you know what I'm saying? The Bible is clear about what a man of God is. The Bible is clear about what a virtuous woman of God is. So we don't have, y'all can disagree with me. All you got to do is open the Bible. It tells you how a godly woman is. It tells you what a man of God is. You ain't got to ask Kevin Samuels what a high value. You ain't got to talk about that. It doesn't have nothing to do with that. It has to do with what does the Bible say. See, what we've done as a society has gotten away from the Bible. Everybody wants to debate about abortion. They want to talk about Roe v. Wade and this and that. Well, what's the Bible say about Roe v. Wade? People want to talk about homosexuality. Well, what's the Bible say about homosexuality? What's the Bible say about transgender? What's the Bible say about Zia Wade? See, nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody wants to talk about the Bible. That's why they're trying to silence, you know, these. they're trying to say, oh, well, he's a, a Bible thumper or he's this and that, a Jesus freak. But the Bible is clear. Are you you got to ask yourself, are you of the world or are you of the word? That was a classic show I did back in the day. Google world versus word on the Data on Tolbert show. Classic show, classic. But that's what we got to make a decision on. All this stuff, we can debate about it, we can argue about it. But when you take it to the Bible, there's nothing to argue about. I mean, all these podcasts, all these fake podcasts, all these fake relationship experts, all these fake everybody, everybody's fake. I'm the only real one left. Why? Because I'm the only one doing what I do from a biblical standpoint. Everything, I've been on the air for one hour. Everything I've said is substantiated by the Bible. There's nobody else out there that can talk and give all this advice and it be straight from the Bible and it be real. It's either one or the other. It's either from the Bible and it ain't real or it's real and it ain't from the Bible. That's what I do. You understand that? All right, guys. So, look, let's, let's do this. So, hopefully you guys see a correlation. You Hopefully you see where I'm going. Sierra is not... Wife material. Megan Good is not wife material. Beyonce is not wife material. Cardi B is not wife material. Young Miami is not wife material. None of these chicks are wife material. 
Well, well, Beyonce's married and Cardi B's married and da 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 da. Young Miami's dealing with Diddy. Come on, come on, stop it. Beyonce's getting cheated on. Cardi B's getting cheated on. Young Miami, you know, Lori Harvey is not wife material. Okay, none of these women. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, guys. I told somebody this on Facebook uh, last week. Candy and Todd, Candy Burris is not wife material. Well, she's been with Todd for damn near 10, 15 years. Okay. But I've been, I've been, on, I've been on the air longer. I've been on the air when, when Candy's ex-boyfriend got murdered. You know what I'm saying? When she sacrificed, I mean, excuse me, when he was murdered, Back in the day, I was on the air talking about that. You see what I'm saying? So Candy and Todd are not going to be together. You can't emasculate a man in that way and expect him to be faithful to you. Expect him to be. What do you think that? What do you think that that uh, condo in New York is for? Why do you think he he fought so hard to keep that condo? What do you? Come on, y'all. That's for his. That's for his sneaky link. You you gotta be. There's something wrong with you if you really think Todd is faithful to Candy. I'm just saying. I mean, do you watch the Housewives of Atlanta? Like, do you actually watch the show? Because me and my wife has watched the show for the last 15 years. Anyone who thinks that Candy is being <laughs> has a a faithful husband, I wouldn't be surprised if Candy's cheating. They have threesomes. She has the sex that, come on, listen, come on, like, oh, man, listen, ladies, you cannot have a sex dungeon and, and, and be this super freak, have these sex parties, and, in, and a lot of women are thinking, you're listening because you want to know, you, you're, there are women listening right now. Yeah, let me just tell you, y'all are tripping if this is the first time you've ever listened to me. I just want to let y'all know that. Y'all are, y'all are tripping. Shout out to my man, Zoe. He said, y'all are tripping like big clown shoes if this is the first time you've ever listened to me and you're only tuning in because you want to hear the definition of a great wife. Knowing darn well, I talk about a million different great topics every day and have been doing so for the last 15. This is season 18, okay? So, but, my, but since you're here, you are tripping if you believe you can have sex parties with beautiful women that look better than Candy, that are younger than Candy, and Todd is not going to want those same things just without Candy around. That's how threesomes work. Let me ask you all a question. Watch this. Who remembers when I talked about Amarion and um, Amarion and April Jones? Y'all remember when I did the show on Amarion? And uh, I was like, remember when they were talking about having threesomes and, and everybody thought, oh, yeah, man, she's like this cool chick. She's beautiful. She's young. You know, she lets him have threesomes. What could be better? Ladies, ladies, listen, Candy's damn near 50 years old, man, okay? And there's nothing wrong with being 50 years old, but what I'm saying to you is you, you're not going to – nobody wants a 50-year-old freak. At that point, because if he just wanted a freak, he's going to go get a young freak that looks like Todd can go out and get a 25-year-old that looks, that's probably like one of the most beautiful women in the world. He, Todd can do that. Right now, he can do that. Shoot, I can do that. You know what I'm saying? If I wanted to. But I'm just saying Todd Tucker can do that. 
so if you you're not going to be Candy, and Candy's not unattractive, but she's fifty years old. You're not going to keep your man as a fifty year old by having sex parties in your sex dungeon. You're going to have to keep him with being classy, having a great personality, you know, being just being a great wife. If 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 you you can't compete with these young women in that way, you you know what I'm saying. If you're still out here trying to compete sexually, you're gonna lose that every time. I look what Amari look what happened. April Jones and Amarion broke up. I'm sure Beyonce let Jay Z have a couple threesomes. Guess what? Guess, see how that worked out. He went and had a threesome with two other women. He forgot to give Beyonce the invite. Also, you think Cardi B doesn't have threesome? Nicki Minaj. You think, come on, man. You think Nicki Minaj isn't having some menages? Yeah, but guess what? He's doing that on the on the side, of, you know what I'm saying, just without her. You know? He forgot to give her the, the, the location. But like I said, I don't want any problems, man. Don't try to do no lawsuits, man. I'm just I'm just keeping it real, man. Care about no lawsuits, man. Listen, y'all got to stop with this freaky stuff, man. Ladies. Y'all got to stop with this, with, with trying to be a freak. Who told y'all being a freak in, what, a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets was a good idea? Who told you that? What man told, ask, answer this. What man told you that's what we wanted? No one. No one ever told you that. No man told you he wants a freak in, a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets to marry. That is a myth. A freak in the sheets is someone that we have sex with and then keep it on a sexual level. Nobody wants a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets. We want a wife. A wife is going to please her man in every way. That is different from being a freak in the sheets. You know that, right? There's a difference. There's being a wife, a great wife, and then there's being a freak. Freaks don't get married. Trust me when I'm telling you this. Stop being a freak for the guy you just met trying to make him your man. You, he's not going to marry you. You done ate his ass. You know what I'm saying? Let him eat your nasty ass like that nasty. Come on, man, that nasty stuff, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Talking about eating a booty-like grocery. Nobody wants to eat no damn booty-like groceries. You freaky ass. Stop that. That's not going to get you a husband. You know what I'm saying? Devon wasn't. He was. He was thinking he was gonna change Megan Good into a, a a sanctified woman. Megan Good was like, no, no, no. I'm gonna have these things out. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna take these. I'm gonna send you these these naked pictures that are now all over the internet, being passed around the barbershops. Freaky ass. You know what I'm saying? The moment she broke up, she she hooked up with whoever she hooked up with. Come on, man. Y'all got you see where being a freak gets you, right? Megan Good has been a freak since Biker Boys. And she's still carrying herself the same exact way twenty years later, still single. Come on, man. Is that what you want for your life? I I mean Megan Good still looks good. She still looks good. But she's still on that freaky stuff, man. Now she's going to be 50 and single. Candy is going to be 60 and single. Y'all, just listen. 
this date on your calendar. When when the headline pops up, Candy and Todd, Candy Burris files for divorce from Todd Tucker. Just oh, you go back. Oh snap! Yo, he said that on April twenty fourth on that show. He said that. Oh my God! Just like why well, I said everything. Everything I say is correct. I don't say things that aren't true. Everything I say is going to happen is what happens. Y'all haven't noticed that by now after 18 years? How many, listen, let me just ask y'all a question, all jokes aside. How over the years, how much bad advice have you ever heard me give or what have I ever said that was wrong? Just ask, seriously, all jokes aside, ask yourself that question. Even on this show, what have I said that's incorrect? You know what I'm saying? Nothing. So, look, let's talk about social media, okay? Because, remember, we're talking about having a high level of respectability. Social media. One of the next shows I'm going to be doing is going to be on uh, uh, social media, uh, well, dating, dating red flags, you know, but specifically red flags on social media. You know, things to look out for. You guys are going to not want to miss that show. Um, but, ladies, when we talk about respectability, you, you can't not talk about Facebook. We can't not talk about Instagram, okay? Some of you women are are freaks. Now, you say, well, how do you know that? Well, because your pictures on social media indicate you're freaks. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, I mean, you you just are. I mean, it is what it is. And what I'm saying is those types of women don't get wiped up. So what am I talking What do I mean by that? Well, let me just tell you what y'all do. I'm going to tell you what y'all do. Y'all go out to these events. You put on these nice outfits. And the, the you take a million pictures. But the pictures you happen to post just happen to be the ones with your titties out. You know what I'm saying? Like, why is that? You know, why is that? Or they just happen to be the ones where the cameraman just happened to catch your ass, you know, poking out in the air. And so that's not good, ladies. I get it. You want attention. You want lights. You ultimately want a husband, but that's the wrong way to go about it because when a man sees an ass, the only thing he thinks about is hitting it from the back and never calling you again. When he sees a pair of nice breasts, he thinks about caressing them, sucking on them, playing with them, and, you know, maybe a few other things with them. And, and that's it. No, nowhere in that thought process is let me wipe her up, okay, once he sees the, this, this, these thirst trap photos on social media. Why do you think he, you, you, you know, when y'all post those pictures, the, the uh, DMs start popping? Your DMs be lit, right? You know, I mean, you know what happens. You post a picture, next thing you know, damn, sis, what's up? Damn, you sexy, you know what I'm saying? Damn, girl, damn, can I call you? Can I hit you up? Can I text you? What's up? When you want me to spend some time with you? Um, damn, that ass is fat. Like, you know, you, you, y'all probably heard it all. And then you actually get the unsolicited Z-Pix, right? I get the picture sent to you. You're like, what the hell is this? 
this? Why are you sending me this? What you mean, why is he sending you? You know why he's sending you it to you, because you posted the thirst trap. What you think? You think you can just post pictures and he's not going to send you a, a, a D-pick? I mean, of course he is. Well, why would he do that? Well, because obviously you're a freak, and in his mind, that's what you want to see. So if you like what you see, then hopefully that will lead to a meetup. I mean, that's how it works. It does, you might not like it, but I'm telling you, that's what happens. If you don't like it, stop posting thirst traps. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it is what it is, but it's not It's not rocket science. It's not rocket science, ladies. Stop. Put your boobs away. Put, cover up the ass, and then you won't have to worry about men disrespecting you in your inbox. It's not complicated. So, I mean, and that's how it goes. Well, you're so, so wait, wait. So are you saying that women, women deserve to be disrespected? You're saying women deserve to be treated that way just because of what they, they, how they dress? I'm not saying they deserve anything. I'm saying if you don't want a dick pic, your breasts away. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that would seem like common sense to me. But you can see, that's what I'm saying. One of the things that's different about me, ladies, is I'm not here for the BS. I'm not here to debate. I'm not here to argue. I'm definitely not here to be politically correct. I don't care about feelings. Y'all know that by now. I'm, not, I'm just here to give you the truth. I don't need to go viral. I don't need anything. All I need is y'all to understand, if you don't want the dick pics, put your breasts away, cover up the ass. Okay? That's it. Now, another thing about social media is that if we're, because we're talking about a wife, becoming a wife, you know how you go to buy a house, you know how you go to, you know, uh, buy a car, they're going to run your credit. So, they're going to do research on you. If you want to go to the FBI, they're going to do an extensive background, even your job, any job. They're going to do a background check on you. They're going to do a credit check on you. So if a man is seeking a wife, he's going to do his research on you. Well, where do we go if we want to do research on a potential wife? Well, the best place to start would be where? Social media. Okay, so we go to your social media. What do we look for? What do we look for? Well, we first the place that we go to is the pictures. We go, you know, we scroll through literally all the pictures. I'm, I'm talking about not just your profile pictures, but the pictures you're tagged in, the pictures that the album go through your albums. We go through, I mean, your cover photos. We go everywhere. We go to your story. You know what I'm saying? We go all down your timeline as far back as we can, just like you do. You know what I'm saying? Don't act like we're the only ones that do it. You do the same thing. So everyone does it. I'm just telling you what men do. And then where do we go? After the pictures, where do we go? Well, we go to the comment section. We go to the comment section. What are we going to find in the comment section? Well, we're probably going to find, well, if you're a freak, we're going to probably find a bunch of thirsty dudes flirting with you in the comments, telling you how sexy you are, 
telling you, damn, that ass is fat. Damn, I want to drink your bath water. Like, you know what I'm saying? We're going to see a lot of that. That, if you have, I'm just telling you right now, if you have a bunch of those weirdos telling you how beautiful and sexy you are, you need to delete that stuff. Delete, not, don't just delete the comments, but delete whatever photo he's under telling you that and delete the men telling you that. Because who wants a woman who has all these dudes chasing after them? You say, well, I can't, I mean, you know, I can't do anything about who's on my page. Sure you can. Why are they on your page? What purpose does he serve them? Why do you have 200 comments from dudes straight? I'm like, well, do you know him? Do you know him? Do you? No. Well, where did, so why do you just, you just accept random people? What are you, an author? What are you, an actress? What do you need, a million fans? Like, who are these people? You want to be a social media influencer or do you want to be a wife? Because if you want to be a wife, I remember, who remembers when Facebook was actually for people you knew? Like, you know what I'm saying? Did you ever, if that's what it was for. That was for people you knew, not just a bunch of random dudes. So you, you're telling me you know 5,000 people? <laughs> oh, man. So, so what are you saying? What are you, what are you saying to me? You're saying I should just delete all my, friend, my Facebook friends? I mean, if they're disrespectful, if they're telling you how the only purpose they serve is telling you how sexy you are, how fat your ass is, I mean, yeah. That's exactly what you should do. Delete. I mean, what 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 reason would they be there for? That their presence is going to eliminate the presence of quality men. It's going to repel quality men. So I, if I were you, I would delete the, all those all the thirst trap pictures, all the ass out pictures, everything that you have that would be that would might classify you as a freak. I do free. Facebook analyses. Go to trclifecoaching.com. Email me at askdaydon at gmail.com. I will give you a free Facebook analysis to determine whether or not you are giving off a sexual vibe. Okay? I've been doing that for many years. I have no problem doing that. Shoot me an email. DM me trclifecoaching.com. Schedule a free consultation. Okay? That's the only way. At this point, there is no other way. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, you know, let's talk about these girls trips. Because again, we're talking about a high level of respectability. Let me ask you a question. You're single, right? You go to the clubs, you go out with your girlfriends, you do all of these different things. You have a type of lifestyle that one would look at and say, hmm, she seems like she's living a single lifestyle. Let me ask you, are you living a single lifestyle or are you living the type of lifestyle that would make a man say, hmm, she's ready to be a wife? Because I can tell you straight up, a lot of y'all are not living a style that would be conducive to finding or being found by your future husband. You're not. I mean, you're in the clubs, you're in the lounges, you're doing all these things. I mean, that's that's the see. 
we talk about the stages. Remember, I, I tell you, I told y'all about the stages that men go through: the dog stage, the player stage, the ready to settle down stage. Once we get into that ready to settle down stage, we're looking for a woman who's also settled down, not someone who's in the club every night, not somebody who's going to Cancun every spring break. What even? What is it? Girls going wild. We want a woman who is settled. I'm not saying you can't take trips, but what I'm saying is we want a woman who is who is who's maybe already done those things. It's not really attractive to be out there in the streets all the time. Okay, but the problem with the, these trips is a lot of y'all are going on these trips. Getting smashed off. You're going to get you're, you're you're getting your groove back. That's the whole point of the trip, right? Meet meet strangers. You know, go out, get dressed up, get drunk. You know, nice guy. You know, he, he's showing interest in you on these these festivals. You know what I'm saying? Dancing a little bit. You know, and you take him, you let him come back to the crib. Or you go back to his crib. That, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not, you do what you do, but I'm just saying that type of lifestyle is not conducive to, to being found by your future husband. We say, well, how is he going to know? Well, remember the analogy about the trash. Remember the stench. The stench from Cancun is still on you when you get back. And going to church, taking communion the first Sunday does not wash off the stench. You see what I'm, that stench from the cigar lounge from last weekend is still in that weed. You know what I'm saying? Stay out these cigar lounges, ladies. You don't smoke cigars. What kind of man wants a woman that smokes cigars? I mean, no disrespect to you if you smoke cigars, but who wants a woman that smokes cigars? I mean, come on, what are we talking about? No, you don't even, no woman likes smoking cigars. You're only in the cigar bar to meet men because you think that's the that's the, the hot place to be. So all I'm saying is, ladies, you got your lifestyle has to match what you're saying you want. You know, you can't be taking these girls' trips. You can't be in the cigar bar. You can't have these dudes in your comments. Clubs, lounges every weekend, you're always out and about. I mean, it's like at what point do you say, hey, I'm ready to be a wife? I'm ready to settle down. Now, can I can I make you guys upset? So we still got to talk about emotional availability, but I have a couple more things to, to, to piss you off with, I mean, to go over uh, in regards to respectability. <laughs> Now, this is where it gets a little dicey because, again, remember that we're talking about the definition, excuse me, the real definition of a truly great wife. That's the title of tonight's show. So if we're going to talk about the definition, we've got to talk about the real definition. And the reality is no man wants to marry a hoe. Can we, I mean, can we be real about it? Because society wants you to believe, and I don't know where this came from because I've never really heard men talk like this. But society wants you to believe that it's okay to be a hoe. 
it's okay as long as you have no STDs, as long as you're a good mother, as long as this, as long as that. No. Any man that's okay with what, marrying a hoe, there's something wrong with him. And I can promise you that's not the type of man you want, ladies. No man that I respect wants a hoe as a wife. I don't know any men that married hoes. I'm sure they exist, but I don't know them. I'm not friends with them. Any married man I know has a wife similar to mine, classy, respectable, godly woman, good mom. Like, I don't know. I, all that other stuff, I don't, I can't relate to that. And I'm in a fraternity. Shout out to Phi Beta Sigma. You know what I mean? I don't know anybody that marries hoes. We don't do that. So if you know women who are hoes but got married, they're probably getting cheated on, and they're probably on the way to being divorced. Because, no, you, you can't, you don't marry a woman you don't respect. So the second part of that is, so we don't want a hoe. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. We do not want a hoe, so don't be a hoe, period. Just don't be a hoe. That's the, so, but now we've got to kind of put that into some context. What does that even mean? Well, you have to have a low body count, ladies. I'll watch this. Or, I'm okay, we want you to have a low body count. I'm not going to not say that because that is, we do want your body count to be low. You, I, I need to stress the importance of that. The lower, the better. Your body count matters. Okay, I know I'm going to piss some people off. I know that's going to make some people uncomfortable, but I'm not going to lie to you. See, a lot of these weirdos out here, they're more worried about having friends and being liked and different things. I'm not going to lie to you. Your body count does matter. The lower, the better. So ideally, you would have a low body count. Okay, a great woman will have a low body count. A great wife will have a low body count, period. I'm going to do, I'm not even going to do a period. I'm going to do dot, 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 okay? We're going to do three dots. In addition to that, a low body count is ideal or a drastically changed lifestyle, okay? Well, let me take a drink of this water. Because I'm going to need to keep it real with you after that, man. A low body count or a drastically changed lifestyle. What does that mean? Let me put that into some context. Let's be, let's be honest. Many women don't have a low body count, okay? Let's just say you've had, you know, you, you, you wilded it out, whether it was college, 20s, whatever the case is. You had some sex. You made some mistake. That's fine. I work with women every day. I've worked with women for the last 20 years on changing their lifestyle. TRCLifeCoaching.com. Read the testimonies. That's fine. But if you, so if you have a high body count and you want to be a wife, you have to actually change your lifestyle. You can't, you, what you can't do is have a high body count and still be out here being a hoe. You know what I'm saying? At some point, you've got to change if you want to be a wife. You can't just be a hoe. You can't have like 50 dudes that you slept with and then just and, and still be and still adding on to that number 
You know what I mean? 51, 52, 53, 54, date this guy at 55. It's like, yeah, at what point do you stop? Like, you know what I'm saying? What, this ain't the Powerball. Like, every Wednesday, the number, the jackpot increases and the number goes up. No, that's not what we want. You know what I'm saying? We don't want an auction. Oh, do I hear it? Do I hear 21, 21, 21, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, you know what I'm saying? It's okay to say no. You know what I mean? When he lays you down, you don't got to scoot up and let those panties slide down. Just you can, It's okay to be like, whoa, chill. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to, to, to take things slow. Remember that Casey and JoJo song, Take, take It Slow? I got to slow down, man. Every guy doesn't need to ask. Every it's like it's okay to go on a date and not give up the ass. Like it's okay to talk to a guy for a week, or y'all be talking for two weeks. You like when he says, "Hey, you know, would you like to come over?" It's, you don't have to go. You know what I mean? Like, and if you go, you you don't have to have sex with him. Okay, every guy you date does not have to get the ass. Because if you if you think I mean just think about it, some of you are out here actively dating, and you're having sex with every guy you date, acting like it doesn't matter, acting like the the number the body count does not matter. It does. That's like having a car thinking that the body count I mean the the, the odometer doesn't matter. It does. So you gotta chill. Now, again. If the body count is high, it's okay to change your life. Like, so what does that mean? So, if, let's say, let's say you're 40 years old. Let's just say 40. You're 40. You just turned 40. All right, cool. You had, you made some mistakes in your 20s. You did some things in your 30s. You just found out about the Date October show this time last year. You, you know, you, you did, you, you made a, a conscious decision to, to make some changes. That's, that's great. But and so you're not having sex. You're now celibate. Cool. When a man meets you, yeah, you have a high body count, but he still sees your spirit. He still sees like, whoa, her lifestyle is different than whatever it was back in the day. I'm not here. I'm, I mean, we're joking around. We're having a good time tonight. I get it. But in all seriousness, you know, we don't like. You don't want to give off a sexual vibe. The conversation should not be, should not make a man only think about having sex with you. And that's trust and believe. Some women, that's what it is. Like when he meets you and he talks to you, the only thing on his mind is sex. That's not just because he's a sexual person. It's because you are giving off a sexual vibe. Once a woman gives off a different vibe, conversation and the way a man treats you will be different. I'm just, it will be. You won't get the dick pics. You won't get him saying, hey, you know, why don't you send me a picture? He won't be asking you to send send him a picture of your breasts. 
I mean, unless you're like his wife or something, you know what I'm saying? And that, that in that case, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to do that for your husband, not just some nigga you just met. You know what I mean? On the dating app, you hold up. You just met him on Christian Mingle. Why are you sending him a picture of your vagina? Why are you sending him a picture of you in your bra and panties? You just met him on Christian Mingle. Your your profile said God first. Why are you sending your boobs first? What is the meaning of that? Y'all got to chill, ladies. I've been going too long, I see. Y'all been listening to these other dudes, I see. Y'all forget, I don't know what they're teaching you, but you know what I mean? <laughs> this is the only advice that's good. Unless you hear somebody, you come across somebody that's saying something remotely close to what I'm talking about, you're going to be single. Anything outside of what I'm talking about today on this show, you're going to be single. How how could you not be? What kind of advice different from what I'm saying is going to lead to you getting a, a husband, a man of God? Think about it. I'm giving you the, the knowledge. So, you know, I'm just being honest with y'all. Y'all got to chill out with, the, with that body count, man. Some of y'all vaginas, man, got that got that, that odometer that needs to be rolled back, man. You know what I'm saying? Let me, let me move on, man, because y'all getting mad at me. Let's talk about emotional availability. So, and, and again, it's, this is a good segue as well because the emotional availability, in most cases, emotional unavailability, is caused by giving your body to men. So what that does is it develops soul ties, Okay, now you have soul ties with, with different men, which is going to affect you negatively, affect you emotionally, spiritually. You know what I'm saying? But it's going to have a negative effect on you, and, and that's going to cause the wall to go up, the attitude. Everything we talked about this whole show is going to result in emotional unavailability, a guard up, a wall up, a barrier around your heart. You got to put a barrier around that vagina, man. That's, that's the thing. You know, you know, understand what I'm saying to y'all? The barrier has to be around the, the, your, your privates, not around your heart. But, you know, so eliminating the, the friend with benefits, eliminating the sneaky link is going to be a great way to increase emotional availability. We talked about the pictures on social media. A lot of times you have pictures with your ex still up there. You have flirtatious comments with someone that you're clearly being intimate with. For the world to see, you're flirting with someone about sex publicly. Why would anyone thinking about a wife see that and be like, hmm, let me go ahead and marry or, you know, and pursue her? It doesn't make sense. Your actual ex-boyfriend has a a clear presence on on your social media. Why would anyone see that? That's that renders you emotionally unavailable. Listen, are you depressed? Do you have a broken heart? These if if these if this is the case. You have to heal before dating. If you try to date 
and and you, while being depressed or you know you broke up with somebody, I mean you know you're not gonna be taken seriously. You you have to heal first. Look at someone like Lori Harvey. I mean this is someone who goes from relationship to relationship to relationship. I mean she literally was dating uh, uh, Franklin Saint. You know what I'm saying? Right after uh, she she got done off of Adonis Creed. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's, what's going on? I mean, literally. It was like literally like the next month. At what point? You got to let that thing breathe. You know what I'm saying? Let it breathe a little bit. Let it air out. You know what I'm saying? Give it a break. Give it a rest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Give it a rest. Just relax. You know what I'm saying? What makes tell y'all breathe, shake, stretch, shake, let it go. <laughs> breathe, stretch, shake. You got to let it breathe. You know what I'm saying? So heal. Take some time. Let your heart heal. Let your body heal. You know what I mean? Because a man is going to still smell that stench unless you let it, you know, marinate. Can I, can I give you all some advice real quick? We talk about social media. Ladies, can you stop pouring your heart out on social media? Can you stop pouring your heart out on Facebook? We don't need to hear all of that stuff. Whatever you're going through, you got to, like, leave that, let some things be left to the imagination. Okay, I know he pissed you off. Okay, I know he's a piece of crap. But you ain't got to tell your whole world that, you know, how bad he did you or how pissed. Because that's just going to make you look bad. It doesn't make him look bad. They don't know him. They don't care about him. They, your Facebook friends know you. Why would you be posting a status update about somebody they don't even know? That's just making you look bad. Stop pouring your heart out. That just that's nobody is gonna take you seriously if you do those things. You know what I'm saying? You're posting subliminal status updates that aren't even subliminal. It's not subliminal if if we know it's about that guy you just went out on a date with. How is it subliminal? So you gotta you gotta you know keep those things to yourself. If it's really subliminal, it should be just keep it to yourself. <laughs> I mean, unless you go and tag the person, what are you posting about them for? Stop talking about stuff like that. Keep it to yourself. What? Couple more things. If you have kids, you have to be a great mother. Okay. I mean, can we just agree on that? You're not, you, you have to be a great mom. If you're not a great mom, why would a man take you seriously? You know what I'm saying? Like, if your kids are running around bad as hell, you're stressed out, you're pissed off, you, you got to, you know what I'm saying? You You have to be a mom first because, we we may have kids at that at the age that we are. We probably have kids, so you're you're going to be a stepmom 
you know, or a mother figure to our kids. So if you're not a good mom to your own kids, that's not going to bode well for whatever we have going on. So the, the, the next thing is if you, you can't be a good mom if you have all this drama with your child's father. We don't want to see the drama. We don't want to be caught up in any drama. People are getting killed out here dealing with drama and exes and all that. We don't keep your situation free of any drama. No BS, no dudes popping up. We don't want any of that. That's a form of emotional unavailability. Okay? Leave all of that alone. You know, lastly, stop having sex with them. Your child's father, stop having sex with him. You know what I mean? Let him go on about. Let that man be. Just because he calls you doesn't mean you got to hit him up. With, you know what I mean? Just because you don't have to answer. It's okay to just move on. God forbid it's okay to actually be celibate. Being celibate doesn't just mean there's nobody that you want to have sex with. That means actually making a decision to wait until marriage. There's probably no relationship experts in, t- in today's society that will tell you to keep your legs closed, but I've been doing that for the last 20 years. Keep your legs closed. I'm not Steve Harvey and they're going to tell you to wait three months, wait 90 days. Kevin Samuels, you know, you should be trying to give that shit away. I'm not going to tell you that. Keep your legs closed. That's it. Just don't have sex. That will eliminate 90% of the, the problems dating in relationships uh, that, that you, will, you will find. Just don't even have sex. That's the key. And you'll be happier. Can we talk? The last two things I want to talk about is when we're talking about having 100% emotional availability, you can't, you got to deal with the trust issues. You've got to deal with the trust issues. Many women are walking around out here thinking that all men cheat. They have daddy issues, trust that daddy left them. So, you know, I can't trust no man. I don't want no man. I don't, you know, that's not the type of woman that we want. If you don't trust me, why do I want you? I don't want to be with you if you don't trust me. If if you're the type of woman that thinks all men cheat, then guess what? You should expect to be cheated on. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's how that works. You're not going to be have a man that's faithful to you if you're already holding him accountable for things your ex did to you. That's not how this stuff works. So, and like I said, man, there's there's many more things, but overall, guys, We're talking about the definition of a great wife. The three things we want, again, a great personality, a woman with a great personality, the best personality, a high level of respectability, and 100% emotional availability. I can guarantee you if you do those three three things, you will be found by the man that God has for you. If you do not, you, you you know, that's where we get into, 
you know, the friends with benefits, the sneaky links, side chicks, men targeting for sex, you know, pictures, unsolicited pictures sent to your DMs, you know, things like that. Men not wanting to take you out. It's more so, hey, why don't you come over to the crib? I'm all for traditional relationships. People, this is these new these terms now, modern-day man, modern-day woman. I don't know nothing about that. Those terms are stupid. Everything is, there's still great women out here. There's still great men out there. The problem is if you are a great woman, you will be found by a great man. But if you're not a great woman, you will be found by who? The liars, the dogs, the cheaters, and the players. Y'all have been hearing me say that for the last 20 years. And if you're tired of repeating that cycle, you have to self-reflect on what kind of vibe am I projecting? You know what I'm saying? That's really what you have to do. And I can almost guarantee you the answer to that question would be most likely some type of sexual vibe, some type of emotionally unavailable vibe, and not the best personality. So if you if you need help with this or you want a, a, a free consultation, uh, Facebook, social media analysis, uh, check me out at trclifecoaching.com, email me, askdaydon at gmail.com, and, you know, we can, we can work on it. But, I mean, that's those three things, guys, are really what you want to focus on. So I'm going to get ready to wrap it up tonight, man, but – uh, like I told you, I have a lot of great, great topics um, over the next few weeks coming up. Uh, you know, just, you know, I mentioned a few last time, but um, freaking uh, why men cheat. I want to talk about, you know, really do we as men still want to get married? Are we intimidated by women? Um, I'm over 40. Can I still have love? Um, and these are things, you know, finding love at a at a, in a later later age, later stage in life, um, you know, I want to talk about the, the, these, this um, abundance of fakeness, whether it's fake hair, fake bodies, fake asses, you know, all that stuff. Uh, how to recognize, you know, social media, red flags. There's so much stuff I want to talk about. I want to talk about abortion. I want, this whole Roe v. Wade thing, I think it's a really hot topic. I want to talk about that. So, you know, just a lot. Of, and if you guys have your own topics, I want to do some more advice uh, advice questions. Ask Data on advice questions can be sent to askdaton at gmail.com. You know, maybe I'll do an advice hour, nothing but advice questions. But, yeah, whatever y'all want to do, man, let me know, man, because this, this show is, is for you guys. So I, I appreciate you guys listening in. Check me out again. Follow me. Facebook, Instagram, everything is at Dadon Tolbert. Um, like the like the the page for TRC Life Coaching, um, and uh, and that's what it is, man. I appreciate y'all for listening, and I will see you next time.
They don't hope I motivate you, girl. But they don't be a motivation, child. But they don't hope I come and rock your world. They don't be your motivation, child. They don't hope I motivate you, girl. They don't be your motivation, child. They don't hope I come and change your world. You don't ever have to settle for less. You don't have to be a fool. Call 'em up, let the tears fall down. Tell 'em how you feel. So little girl, don't be lost anymore. I'm told.